Gab, you had the opportunity to drive a very a palace, an electric palace on wheels. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Mercedes Maybach EQS SUV, yeah, right? Exactly. Which is the, which is the uh, not only the electrified version of the most the higher end, you know, Mercedes SUV, but also the Maybach. Yeah, uh, uh, variant of this SUV, which is which is pretty 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 exclusive, if I'm not mistaken. It is indeed. Um, you know, so it's it's kind of interesting because uh, the very first electric vehicle for this Maybach Ultra luxury brand that right. Mercedes has developed um, is an SUV. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not a car; of it's course. an SUV. Mm. So basically, they're they're working on the. Um, the components, the structure uh, of the Mercedes-Benz uh, EQS SUV. We know that there's no AMG variant of that because there is now the, the Maybach, Maybach yeah. variant. And so the uh, whole idea here is that they're taking the EQS SUV and they're uh, adding more power and, of course, you know, much, much more luxury. You know, Mercedes-Benz is a little bit different from BMW or even the Volkswagen Group in that they didn't really have a, a brand that was ultra luxury. You know, the, with BMW, there's Rolls-Royce. Rolls-Royce is part of the BMW group. That's their ultra luxury brand. Right. And in terms of, um, uh, if you're looking at, at Porsche, there's uh, Bentley, for example. That's their, uh, the Volkswagen group. They have Bentley. They have also a whole bunch of other uh, luxury brands. But Bentley is very much their, their, their Rolls-Royce equivalent, so to speak. Right. Mercedes-Benz didn't have anything and, until they brought back this, this Maybach, Maybach yeah. uh, line. And so now you've got this, uh, this, <laughs> this huge SUV. <laughs> that's I, gonna, I, I was talking like I, I haven't, hadn't seen it before, but I saw it in person. Yeah, yeah you saw it and in person I, because I, they showed it in Munich, uh, the concept, they like did. two years ago, and 2021. Yeah. Just the detail. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're going to talk about the drive, but just the fact that they... The pattern of the Maybach logo on oh, yeah. the front uh, inlets or oh the wheels. God. It's like a Louis Vuitton pattern. It's yeah. ridiculously fancy. Well, I think that's, <laughs> I think you, you said the right word, ridiculous, because to me, <laughs> this thing is so, um, it's, it's so, it, it's so conspicuous consumption. Yeah. The, the bling factor is off the chart. You know, they're, they're, <laughs> first of all, opulence doesn't, doesn't cut it as a word. Well, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's like it, when you look at it, it's not opulent. It's not like Rolls Royce and Bentley. It's like no, it's it's, it's, it's like showy. Super. <laughs> it's very showy. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's I like see. it's like Kim Kardashian like kind of thing <laughs> to me. You know, lots of chrome. The word Maybach is everywhere, like you mentioned on the yeah, vehicle. On the and there, there's little logos everywhere and things like that. Lots of chrome. Uh, it's the uh, also you know it has the Mercedes Benz star sitting right on the bonnet, you know, which is something you didn't see anymore right. as, as apart from the S class. And, um, so there's that, you know, it's very ostentatious. Um, it's going to cost, you know, base price in Canada, like over a quarter of a million dollars. They haven't released the price mm -hmm. yet because, you know, I think they're just <laughs> waiting for the other shoe to drop, but it's, this is going to be hugely expensive. Obviously, you know, the, 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 the styling, I don't care much for the, the exterior styling, but right. once you get inside, I mean, the level of craftsmanship is just, you know, unbelievable. Right. You know, you leather everywhere and, 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 you know, uh, the, the, the wood paneling, things like that. 
it's so quiet also this car i mean it's like the perfect car when you're to fall asleep at the wheel because right. it's so quiet it's you're so insulated from the outside world that you can, you could probably fall asleep at the wheel but and you know they've given it more power obviously because it's a Maybach so you get like a hundred more horsepower as opposed you know compared to the EQS so this thing will weighs over three tons will close not quite over three tons it's just under three metric tons and it accelerates as fast as a Porsche 911 Carrera the base Carrera you'll say but it it goes it that does quick. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like force 4.2 seconds something like that zero to 100 so it's much, it's heavier than than the eqs suv oh, of course of course because of what the because the, of the, the, the champagne fridge and exactly the and all that <laughs> the, the <laughs> there was there was a champagne fridge in my test car yeah and uh two uh oh, two I, metal uh, i wouldn't flutes. expect anything less yeah, exactly <laughs> and so you've got you know a full reclining in the rear uh passenger side uh seat uh with a footrest and everything right. so Obviously, this is made for people who want to be driven around. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the range is going to be, you know, it's going to be like around 400, 450. It's got a huge battery, 108, mm -hmm. I think, kilowatt hours. Um, but it's for people, very rich people who are going to get, get driven around in total silence and want to feel good about themselves because they're riding in the back of an EV. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, saving the planet. Exactly. <laughs> one, uh, very, very uh, one three-ton SUV at a time with a lot of style. Mm, a exactly. lot of style. Mm. And uh, how the overall drive compares, uh, you know, except from the extra well, worry, I guess. I obviously, guess it compares you know, it, it, it's not. Uh, it's not something you want to toss around. No, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah. Uh, but it, as it, it's like as I, as I said, it's incredibly quiet, whisper quiet. Like you can you can have a conversation without raising your voice, mm -hmm. and even if you're going like uh, 130 kilometers an hour on right. the highway and things like that. So it's, um, it, 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 it handles pretty good because it's got rear wheel steer, you know, it's got a long wheelbase, but because the rear wheels can turn in the opposite direction to the front wheels when you're going at slow speeds, it makes the car a little bit more agile, like parking maneuvers or twisty stuff. But this is not a car you want to drive on a twisty road <laughs> at all. It's something you want to drive on a smooth, you know, straight road, whatever. And it's, it, be perfect if you if you find enough charging stations along the way as a long distance cruiser right you know. right uh, but the key point is that you're gonna need to stop uh, every once in a while to charge it yeah and we're not gonna see many of those anyways. no oh, so no we're gonna, they're gonna, gonna send they 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 are they haven't given any uh indication as to how many you know units that they're going to to produce or how many are going to be allocated to canada you know it's Maybe we'll see a dozen. I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. A very, maybe very perhaps stuff. a bit more, but I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, bling factor off the charts and um, very quiet. Cool. Well, I can't. Very I'll, expensive. I'll probably won't have the the opportunity to drive that one. Uh, maybe if I find someone crazy enough to buy one, but I'll borrow it <laughs> and then fall asleep in the at the wheel, like you said. Um, for my part, I had another shot at driving uh, Genesis uh, uh, electric vehicles. They have the uh, obviously now the uh, 
GV60, which yeah. we which right. we spoke about uh, many times. You've, you were one of the first journalists to drive yeah. uh, the GV60 when it came out, mm. but also the G80 sedan, which is which is pretty pretty cool uh, to drive a sedan nowadays, and uh, GV70, which is the compact SUV uh, electric. Um, there's a thing that uh, differentiates uh, these three vehicles. One of them is made on an electric platform, the eGMP platform that's used in Hyundai and Kia, Kia. vehicles, and a lot more Kias now that we see. Mm. Uh, and in in the the uh, the GV60 uh, uh, mention, yeah, that the GV60 that's a full electric vehicle, you right. know, a platform dedicated architecture, strictly uh, strictly an EV. Yeah. Whereas the other two. The G80 and the GV70. They're gas cars. They're gas cars that have been switched over to yeah. electric propulsion. And and you know what? I used to say, you know, let's not talk about platforms because nobody cares about them. But now they make so much, so much more sense, you know, mm -hmm. because there's there's there are electric platforms. There's uh, electric platforms that can accommodate. Uh, gas uh, uh, powertrains like Mercedes-Benz, for example, is building new platforms. They say, well, it can also accommodate, uh, 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 you know, like uh, uh, t thermal engines. Uh, but the G80 and the G70 needed to be on the market more. The G70 needed to be quickly on the market. So they took uh, the, 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 the traditional platform and slapped a couple of motors and a battery in it. And off we go. The way I'm saying it now sounds like it's, you know, half-baked uh, half -baked a little bit, <laughs> yeah. but you've driven the, the, yeah, the GV70 no. and the it's, G80. They're, um, they're, they're wonderfully appointed cars and they're, yeah. they're, they, they're, they're very good at it. They're very good and at being EVs. And they don't look like EVs. You yeah. know, the GV60, it looks very much, you know, the styling is very different. It's very much out there. It kind of stands out, uh, you know, as, as an EV. But the other two, they look just like regular cars, yeah. you know, re regular vehicles. And in many ways, uh, you were talking about Mercedes-Benz, but BMW is the same thing. You know, BMW now, when they're building a car, they've decided that they're going to be producing the gasoline-powered car, yeah. the hybrid, plug-in hybrid car, and the electric vehicle, all on the same assembly line, with the same kind of styling, with yeah. the same kind of look. And so, in a way... The GV70 and the G80, it's a bit like that. You know, they're, they're essentially they were designed as uh, internal combustion engine cars, uh, vehicles, and then switched over to, uh, to the electric drive. But, you know, they've done a really good job because, uh, you don't really feel that it's, you, it's, it's like, it's not a compromise. You know, it's not something that, 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 that they've done and they sort of like, well, it, it could have been this, but we, we had to make do with that. And right, right, right. But it feels like a solid package and a well-built, uh, well-put-together car. The uh, the only compromise I saw, uh, it's in the G80, a little bit yeah. less cargo space. In the trunk, yeah, someone, sure. someone wants that. You know, it's a golfer's car, the, yeah. the, 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 the big <laughs> sedan. You know, maybe if you're a golfer, you'll say, well, I, yeah, I could mm. put in the, maybe one less bag, golf bag in the, in the, in the trunk. But that's about it. And the drive, I mean, for me, the G80 sedan, I, okay, I'm a sedan person. I, I really mm -hmm. enjoy sedan. Not that I don't like SUVs, especially the GV70 is pretty stylish. And I, I, I definitely enjoy looking at it and driving it. But the, the G80 sedan was, you know, like pretty impressive and efficient. Yeah, you know, like yeah, well, yeah. you know, if you read around on the internet and and our our drives as well, we we it, we were it was mind boggling how we you know with a, with that size of a sedan and that that you know the car looks really big, right? Yeah. It look it looks like a pig. It looks like it it gobbles electrons, but it doesn't. And mm -hmm. it's it's pretty. They they've done a really good job. On the GV70 side, it's you know 
if you're looking at that that uh, specific segment, you're looking for a sporty drive. It's you know I found that the GV70 with the gas engine, the smaller, the four cylinder, the the the, the, the turbo drive five, two point five. Yeah, yeah perfectly that's, that's balanced. A sweet spot, yeah, it's nice. It doesn't mm. you know it doesn't make the vehicle heavy, and it gives it a little bit more sportiness. But uh, on the heavier, you know, electric GV, GV70 electrified, don't 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 look too much for that kind of behavior. It's a more comfortable ride. It's a mm-hmm. more it's a more it's more plush and and like you were mentioning earlier, uh, the way Genesis appoints the interiors to yeah. be quiet, but also. You know the materials, the the blend. It's really different from what the Germans are doing, and you know Genesis keeps you know talking about that. Like, oh, we, we want to create envir- an environment for our guests. We're not, you know, consumers. We're guests at <laughs> Genesis. This is marketing lingo for for uh, for uh, we invite you into our cars, right? But but it, they're doing a good job at it. Uh, they're expanding in the U.S. Uh, building more experience centers, not yeah. not not more uh, dealerships, mm-hmm. uh, but still, uh, you know, offering a different product. The only thing I'm worried about is that um, with the GV70 and the G80 having that platform, and when eventually they're going to move to an electric platform. It looks like it because under the group you have the EGMP and then you're going to have the G, the same platform, but different variations. Maybe they're going to move to another platform and then it's going to make these models look maybe less interesting or maybe more. We don't know because maybe the, the, the new platform, it might be more efficient. It might be well, heavier. It know, might be, it might make compromises where, where as always, you know, the development of, uh, electric motors is, is proceeding quite quite fast yeah. you know we're, we're already seeing with different manufacturers new you know bmw is up to their fifth generation of electric motors now uh so every time that they're 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 making improvements to these motors they end up being either more powerful or more efficient and obviously the battery technology is evolving as well um so it's going to be uh it's going to be interesting to see how how all of this uh plays out it's also going to be interesting to see what future we'll have with uh, solid state batteries, you know, further, right. a little bit further down the road. Uh, BYD is uh, already in China, uh, developed uh, that solid state batteries for, I think uh, they're up to like seven different cars, uh, car lines that are using the solid state battery there. So there's a lot still to come, I think, in the EV space in terms of uh, in terms of technology, in terms of improvement. Yeah. So with the, uh, the GV70, GV80, the GV70, uh, you know, at a little bit more than $84,000, it looks, there's only one trim, right? Yeah. There's only one trim for the, for the GV70. It looks a little bit expensive, but it comes with the Genesis complementary maintenance. You have to factor that in, right? Because when you're buying other vehicles in the, in the segments, you know, you're buying Mercedes, BMW, you're going to be paying, you know, top dollar for your maintenance. This sure. is a factor and uh, also uh, a couple of charges and stuff like that that are included in the price. But if you're looking for something different, definitely something to look at. Uh, and in the future to see how, we're, you know, how it's going to pan out, what what other uh, models, you know, Genesis is going to bring to fight, you know, uh, the, they, they openly say that they want to get into every segment where the, the German vehicles are. And I mm-hmm. think they're, they're, uh, they started off pretty good and then we'll have to see what, uh, what, what these, uh, these new models, uh, have to show in the future. Well, we'll keep, we'll keep covering them. We'll keep, uh, following what they're doing and we'll keep reporting on yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there you go. 
Gab, we have a very busy two weeks ahead of us. You're going to drive uh, Range Rover vehicles just before you go to Tokyo, like we mentioned before. Yeah. What uh, what's what's waiting for you at Range Rover? Uh, well, basically the uh, the <laughs> new and refreshed um, Velar and Evoque. So obviously the uh, Evoque is the the smallest uh, vehicle in. Uh, Uh, JLR's lineup in terms of uh, SUVs, and uh, so it's getting some uh, some improvements. So we're going to be able to to see what is uh, what is new there. And of course, the Velar is to me, you know, it, when it was first introduced, it was like uh, it it ushered in this new uh, design language for Land Rover and a lot of the vehicles that have followed suit, whether it's the Range Rover Sport or the the, the Range Rover itself. Sort of like emulated the uh, this very sleek, very minimalist uh, styling of the Velar, and so that is to me, it's still one of the best looking SUVs out there. Yeah, and uh, so I'm going to be uh, looking forward to see what they've done uh, in terms of improvements with regards to drivetrains and also with the uh, with the uh, tech inside. So uh, we'll be able to drive both vehicles soon and uh, report back on that when we come back. And yourself, yeah. My for my part, <laughs> I'm going to um, uh, Spain uh, and also South Africa for two uh, premium brands uh, Porsche vehicles uh, with the Porsche Cayenne SE Hybrid and the Porsche Turbo uh, Cayenne Turbo S uh, Turbo Hybrid. Uh, pardon me. Uh, two very very large uh, family vehicles that don't have family-oriented powertrains. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, over 700 and something horsepower uh, SUVs, monstrous SUVs, as well, as well as the Q8. So it's going to be interesting to make the comparisons between in the next uh, two sure. weeks that are that are for these vehicles that are gaining in size, uh, space, but also certainly in performance and trying to make it efficient uh, uh, in, the, in the, you know, at the, by the same token. So uh, we'll have uh, the full report on driving impression on that when I be back. Uh, so this is it for the uh, 19th episode of the Car Guide podcast. Uh, thank you for listening in. We uh, have everything you can check out on the site from uh, uh, the unveilings, the coverage uh, from the Tokyo Mobility Japan show. Mobility Japan, show. <laughs> Japan Mobility Show. You have to reset yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's a Japan Mobility <laughs> They've Show. They've rebooted the show. You have to reboot yourself. <laughs> <laughs> As well as uh, the, uh, the the vehicles that we're going to drive and we'll be able to report back for the 20th episode in a couple of weeks. Thank you for listening. Follow us on uh, Facebook, TikTok and Instagram for uh, uh, live coverage of, of and impressions also of uh, these events coming up. So long and take care. Thank you for listening to the Car Guide podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review if you'd like. Visit us at carguideweb.com for daily updates and news on everything auto, as well as weekly reviews and drives. You can also follow us on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at The Official Car Guide.